In Tune with Naledi Maleo on SAFM. All right, uh, let's, let's keep going with the show. I have now our profile for this afternoon, Dr. Honolo Pali, who is the youngest graduate from Northwest University to hold a PhD in applied maths, and he's only 28. Dr. Honolo, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, Naledi, for having me. Wait, wait, wait. I did this wrong. Dr. Pali, welcome to the yeah, show. Dr. Palina, thank you. So, what, what, you know, when you introduce yourself to people as a 28-year-old doctor, do you get, do you get, you know, strange looks? Ah, uh, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, but I'm used to it now, so it doesn't bother me anymore. But I do, yes. Yeah. So, what was? T- tell me how you did it. Um, the youngest one, 28 years old. You registered um, with the with Northwest University. What was, what was, the, what was the vision and what was the the tips on the focus, right? So how you kept it going? Uh, okay, I would say I was fortunate enough to have the type of uh, support system I have uh, with my family, friends, relatives, and the support I got from the university itself. So mm. when I started, I wouldn't say I expected to be this far because I registered for my first degree in 2005. Mm. But one of the most inspirational people was my supervisor who supervised me from my honors. He's the one who encouraged me to do honors and masters and up until PhD before he passed away, mm. uh, Professor Ambuli. So, yeah. Give us his full name. His full name? Professor, Professor? Kambuli. Who? Professor Matthew Kambuli. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, yeah. The, the name needs to be clear. People need to know that okay. that man did great work. He um, motivated and mentored the youngest graduate to hold a PhD in applied maths. And and what are you doing now? Uh, I'm a lecturer now at the university. At the university? Yeah, Northwest University. Yeah, and you're from Sibukeng. So, you know, let's not sit here and, 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 and think that, no, he probably was able to do this because he comes from a wealthy family. Oh, no, no one's had it easy. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. Uh, in fact, uh, when I first came to the university at home because my mother was or is unemployed uh, and my dad passed away in 2003, so my brothers had to leave everything they were doing, their plans, and try to be or take over the responsibilities at home. Mm. And they are the ones who were responsible for taking me to the university together with my uh, uncle and aunt and granddad. So my, my like I said, my relatives I came together, that was my matric. Yeah. yeah. And then they took me to, to university. But when I got here, First year, I knew that they were only going to be able to pay for my first year's tuition fees. Mm. So my aim was to study hard and get a bursary so that I could qualify for a bursary so that I can continue with my studies. So luckily enough, I got a bursary in my second year from NEXA, Nuclear Energy Corporation of South Africa. Mm. And then I think they sponsored me up until my master's. And then Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, CSIR, took over and paid for my tuition fees for my PhD degree. Mm. Yeah, and that, that's, yeah. That's, that's absolutely amazing. You know, the way that families can come together and, and, and give you that jump start, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough. I have, I have a 
great support system from family, friends, and relatives. So yeah. I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, I want you to emphasize the point that you make about needing to get the focus right. So when they give you that jump start, you need to, there's young people that are listening and and know that their family is giving them the jump start, but they won't be able to keep going. So talk about the importance of using that jump start and running with it. Yeah, I think think the problem is we let things like that discourage us in terms in, instead of motivate us. So mm-hmm. I took it as a motivation to continue and work hard because I knew that if my grades dropped or anything, I would have to go back home. Mm-hmm. So one of the motivations for me to study and get good grades because even in your postgraduate degrees, you have to have a certain or meet certain requirements for you to be able to uh, I register for a postgraduate degree, and I came for bursaries to to keep them. Once you have them, there's a certain average you need to keep uh, 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 to keep the bursaries. So <clears throat> I think I was motivated by that, and I was motivated too by the uh, background of where where I come from. So yeah. it was easy for me to study, wake up in the morning, and study hard because I knew that any mistake, if I fall back. Just a little, I might use everything I have yeah. or I had. Then. So, yeah, I think I think uh, our youth, we 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 lack patience again because I I I studied for what, 10, 11 years, mm. and if you ask someone to study that long at the university, then you'd be asking for too much. <laughs> we want things, we want quick. good things want good now. Things. Yeah. So, I think a bit of patience would help too. That's a lot of patience, not a bit. That's a lot of patience. <laughs> but it paid off. Okay, so yes. You know, when we, we talk about the, the, how much patience it really was, but I think one of the things that keeps, um, that obviously kept you going was that vision of the end, right? So that vision at the end, that graduation ceremony. What does it feel like? I want you to paint that picture because maybe there's someone listening right now that says, oh, I could do it, but I can't. 10, 11 years of studying, mm, not so sure. But you, if you have the vision, right? So paint what that vision was for us and what it actually felt like being at that ceremony. Uh, it, felt, it felt quite good. Uh, but I'm a really modest person, so... I can tell. <laughs> yeah. But but it felt great. It felt great. And the fact that I I, I got to do it uh, at my age felt, felt great too. But I must say... Uh, with the age issue, I've been I've been the youngest at at, at high school, um, and when I came to the university, I was one of them. And then I still remember there was an article when I first registered for PhD, because reaching about me being one of the first, I mean one of the youngest ever people to register for a PhD. So by then, I already knew at the Northwest University that if I finish this, I could be one of the youngest to ever obtain it. So I had already anticipated it, and but the feeling was great. I was mm. overwhelmed mm. by the by the reception I got uh, at the hall, and even after that. So it was a great feeling. It's it's worth it. Yeah, Doctor Pali, congratulations. Paddy. Yeah, Paddy. Oh, I'm sued. Okay. Yeah, I can sue. Okay, got it. Well, Dr. Paddy, congratulations. You've made us all proud, and I think you've inspired an entire generation. I hope that you, 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 
you tone down on the modesty of it because what we need is for you to shout it from the rooftops what you've achieved so people can <laughs> see it, you know, it, it inspires people. Don't be afraid to tell that. Uh, you know, the, the thing about me is this. I feel that my, my achievements would be worthless if I do not help the people who are going through what I went through mm. to be able to tell the story I'm telling one day that is one of the people who inspired me. So up until I achieve that, I think I'm going to stay and remain modest as I am. So <laughs> that's my that's my, that's my my view. That's how I want to, as long as or what I want to do from now. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're influencing, Doc. Thanks so much. And congratulations Thank once again. Thank you. Thank you so much. 28-year-old Let me say 28-year-old doctor. Really impressive. So you're still on in tune on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader on the radio.